Welcome to Heavily Meditated, a podcast celebrating human potential. Meditations, interviews, tools, trainings, and more designed to take you higher. Let's raise the collective consciousness together. This episode of the Heavily Meditated Podcast is brought to you by The Ultimate Up Level. This is our results-based intensive mentorship for driven entrepreneurs ready for the ultimate up level that goes directly into your subconscious mind, removes limiting programming holding you back, and recalibrates your entire being for unlimited success. This is our 12-week one-on-one intensive mentorship with expert-level training from master mindset coaches, advanced-level meditation instruction, rapid transformational therapy, curated high-touch support, loving but firm accountability, and a once-in-a-lifetime luxury VIP experience. You'll even receive a custom meditation package in the mail designed just for you to help take your meditations to an entirely new level. If you're a motivated and driven entrepreneur ready to reach your highest levels of success and joy, or even if you're a new-to-the-game entrepreneur who wants to build a strong foundation to grow from, maybe you're a successful entrepreneur facing anxiety, stress, and the future of burnout after building your own business and empire, or maybe you're someone who knows you desire and deserve more from life, but are just unsure how to get it, and if you're desperate to begin living the life you know you were meant for, then this program is for you. This is not a group coaching program and it's not a self-study. It goes way beyond traditional therapy and it goes beyond the typical one-on-one experience. The ultimate up level is more transformative than that. It's designed for you to become more intimate with yourself. It's you taking the time to press pause on your life as you know it, as you know yourself, so you can go deeper and further than you ever have been into your own psyche, into what makes you, you, and what you are ready to change about yourself to get what you really, really want out of your one precious life. This is the real work, and it's the work very few are willing to take on. But speaking from our own experience and our clients, it's the most rewarding work of all, and we're going to make it effortless and easy. It's the work that will allow you to live an extraordinary life, a life that most only dream of, a life that you are truly, unequivocally in love with, a life where you are deeply happy, loved, fulfilled and at peace, a life of freedom. If you're ready to make the commitment to doing the work and up-leveling every area of your life, then please hop on over to the website right now. Check out the ultimate up-level. You can sign up there, learn all the details, and if you have any questions, we're here to help. Wishing you so much love, and we can't wait for you to begin this journey for your ultimate up-level. Hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you very soon. get going we have so much to get into we have so much to do and so little time let's let's get it all in (laughs) all right well let's begin welcome everybody to this episode of the heavily meditated podcast i'm scott roberts your host and the co-founder of the podcast with my amazing wife emily today on our expert interview series we have none other than the fabulous the amazing the beautiful and wonderful ladon townsend uh, LaDawn is actually the CEO and the founder of the Voss Group. Uh, it's a network of companies uh, that deliver sustainable strategic results for growth to organizations around the globe. And she's also a former uh, executive for Corporate America, um, over 20 years of experience doing that work. But I think one of the most 
really powerful things that I heard when I was going through, uh, you know, everything about LaDawn and learning about her is that her and I have a very similar story and that both of us were in very stressful corporate careers and ended up leaving uh, our jobs on an emergency room stretcher. Both of us had the same story, as, as funny as that is. So that's a really interesting story, and I want LaDawn to tell you all about it, but I wanted to give you a little bit of a preview of what you can expect, because LaDawn has had an amazing journey to get to where she is now, supporting organizations and companies all over the globe. And it wasn't always an easy ride. And many people think that when they meet somebody like LaDawn, who has amazing success, that everything has maybe be, you know, come easier. It's been an overnight success story. But LaDawn's put in the work and the time for years and years to get to where she is now to do the work that she does, helping so many people. And she has a great story. And I'm excited for her to be here and share it with you. So LaDawn, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for being on the show. And thank you for being you. <laughs> oh, Scott, after that that introduction my gosh like can I can you come with me everywhere you know go. I'm so excited to be on the podcast today I followed the work that you and Emily have done for years and it's so needed even more so in the corporate space now and even my work is sort of um, evolving into that to where we're having to talk about that inner person. Um, so I am so excited to be here with you today. Oh, thank you. Well, and, and yeah, that was one of the things that excited me so much about getting to hear more of your story, getting to learn more about everything that you're doing, because, you know, I know I'm reading through everything that the Voss Group does, and I know that you're focused on the individual, the person, and the human interaction of corporate world. And I think both of us can agree that it, it, you know, it's not necessary for you to be miserable to be successful, and it's also not necessary for you to be unsuccessful in order to be a good person. So, yeah. Right, exactly. It's, it's a balance of the two, and it wasn't talked about in corporate. I think COVID really changed that because yeah. the amount of exhaustion, burnout at all levels really brought that for, to the surface. So um, it's something like you said, you and I have what in common of that stretcher. <laughs> so we can recognize it, hopefully when it doesn't get to that point. But yes, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I agree. Yeah. Well, and yeah, speaking of pressure and stress and burnout in the corporate world, we'll, we'll definitely have to get into that story. My, yeah, my story was interesting in that, you know, I was working these crazy long hours and pushing myself all the time. And I ended up getting some sort of major, what they thought was some possibly like a stomach flu or something. They weren't sure, but I didn't know what was going on. Went to work that day, was really out of it and don't remember a thing that happened for the most part of the day. It turns out I had a fever of something like 104 and I was working through it because I'm so used to being in that corporate environment and just pushing myself all the time anyway. So it was no big deal that I felt terrible that day. <laughs> and I was at work and just, yeah, completely had no idea what was going on. My, my, my corporate trainer was next to me, like listening in on my calls and he's like, is everything okay over there? You're not really making sense anymore. The words you're saying aren't really English anymore. We don't know what you're talking about. And then I threw up in the trash can and then passed out on the floor. Oh, and wow. then I woke up in the emergency room. And yeah. but that was a normal day. Wow. That's that's you know the atmosphere so often of corporate America. But I know you are are, are teaching very differently 
how to do that. So, all right, let's get into your story. I want to hear all about your, you know, incredible aha moment that caused you to reevaluate your life and, and start things over. You know, it's uh, the aha moments come, but sometimes we need a few before we really clue in to that was the aha moment for us, right? Yes. And so for me, the aha moment first began um, back before I started my company. And so I come from the banking space, loved what I did. Um, and and <laughs> it's interesting because in between working at different companies, I was recruited by one company to go someplace else. And it was such a high level of stress that, again, you just push through. So I remember for probably two months before the event, I'd be driving into work, I'd get these headaches, I get these eye, eye aches, and I would just, you know, either take a Tylenol or think it was needing to, to be stretched. And one day I'm sitting at my desk, and this was before, a few years before I started my business, I'm sitting at my desk and I uh, work in a bank and this client who I didn't know at the time was actually well known in being a top trainer for the EMTs of the county that I worked in. So all the EMTs went through his program. So every week he comes in, I'm talking to him and he said, are you feeling okay? And I was like, yeah, I just think I have a headache or something's going on. And so he was talking to me and laughing and he started to take um, my, he started to take my pressure and he said, you know, let's just get you a soda. Well, he saw something was happening. So I went to the hospital, they gurneyed me out, uh, you know, out of the workplace. And, you know, you can just imagine like clients and it was a busy street in front of it. It just was not the best moment of what anything I'd want it to be. And so, uh, you know, I got to the hospital, my blood pressure, I think was well over 150 over 113. And, but the key is within an hour, it all leveled out. And the nurses were sort of saying, well, what happened? And it was the stress. So I made in that moment, not to start my own business, but to, to find a different way of work. And so years later, I was blessed to be at a really amazing company and, and the leaders were so amazing. My managers made sure we didn't work on the weekend because we could work remotely and all of that. And the times I would work on Sunday, he would check me on that. And it was just great to be cared for. And then November 8th, 2014, I got the phone call nobody wanted to receive. And that was to say that my bosses had been let go, our SVP had been let go, the managers had been let go, the colleagues, myself. And so that still wasn't the aha. The aha for me was the, the signs weeks and months up to that saying this, this inner calling where I just had to get off this treadmill of, you know, I was a fixer in corporate America. I worked on a lot of um, process issues, things that would hit the paper. And, and so, you know, you had to navigate a lot and, and tell you know, this executive, I know that you've been reporting for the past year, this has been working, but this isn't right. And to be able to give them that insight. And so I launched Voss in November, 2014. And I thought this is going to be a no brainer. And it was a few years of trying to figure out how to run a business. I invested nearly six figures in my business and made $800 in two years. And I don't share that to brag or boast, but it was just this constant like, ugh. So even though I was in my own business, here was the second sign. But the third sign really came, Scott, during COVID. And I remember just reaching out to our clients and asking, how are you doing? You know, we're not trying to invoice you, just how are you doing? Because we have clients that have brick and mortars and teams and are in industries that, depending on their city and state, have so many regulations going on, right? 
And so we started having this conversation and what I heard wasn't, it wasn't about marketing or branding or it wasn't the normal conversations. It was exhaustion. It was concern of how am I going to take care of my employees if I need to furlough them? And most of them couldn't have work from home people. They were manufacturers. They had retail stores they were running, right? And so I remember just feeling like, oh, leaders need a different dialogue and a different conversation. And so um, we then started doing interviews with different C-suite leaders on just talk to us transparently to help someone who's on the ledge of, do I close my company? Can I get investments? One thing people don't know, a lot of mid-market companies and large enterprises, they weren't eligible for PPP loans. And a lot of them weren't. So what, what are they supposed to do? So in that moment, I decided, what if I just pivot? What if we talk about process and profitability but what if we get back more to the heart of the people, which we've always done with our clients, but we never publicly talk about it, like advertise it. But we said, what if we just do? And so that's been the, the biggest pivot for us and wake up call. Luckily, this time I didn't have to go out on a stretcher um, of really talking to leaders about purpose driven profitability, because because I know what it's like to operate and function in high levels of stress. I can see it in them. And if I'm a strategist worth my salt or just a human that cares for another human, you can only rev your engine and run at that mile per hour so long before the car shuts down. And so we really focus more holistically with our clients on that work we've always done, but we openly talk about it now in the marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. That is so amazing. And it's funny, like yours and my story are just so interconnected and so similar had very similar experience obviously like we talked about with you know the you know the you know, health emergency but then also i did the same thing i you know i left the corporate world i started just teaching yoga full time and started traveling the world teaching yoga but then you know there came a point where i'm like okay i've been doing this for several years and you know i'm i'm spending pretty much 50 or 60 hours a week trying to get from yoga studio to yoga studio and trying to make my make my mark as a yoga instructor but i'd really like to start making more money again and so i went back to work in in, in a corporate job but this time went back as a different person went into a different role it was more operations and less sales so it was happier but then after being there for about a year and just rising through the ranks so quickly and getting raise after raise and appraisal after appraisal from you know you know my bosses everything was going great but i just knew i was like something's missing and i'm not you know really doing what i i could be doing and sure enough we had a corporate layoff and it was that blessing in disguise right then i was like that's it now it's time for me to like i, I had even asked myself emily and i were having the conversation the night before it happened we were reading the thing about Rocky Balboa, you know, or, or uh, you know, um, Sylvester Stallone and his story of Rocky Balboa and how it happened and how he was, you know, so desperate for, you know, money and was almost was homeless pretty much and had lost his dog and but he didn't give up and he was going to keep going. I'm like, man, you know, have I have I sold myself out? You know, should I should I be doing something more with my life? And the next day, walk in and get the yeah. you know the corporate layoff. So very similar in that. But I think too, one thing that's really similar with us is that we see the humanity in others, and we realize that you know, yes, it is so important for a business 
if you're going to be a business, the definition is that you make profits. So that's that's important, but it's also how are you getting there and is it you know, sustainable for you? Is it sustainable for your employees? And obviously organizations that focus more on their employees and the health and the happiness of their employees are, are, are gonna win in the long run exponentially, so. Yeah. yeah, no, spot on. It's just, it's that awakening moment that really changes everything. You can listen to it or you can't, but it'll keep coming back around to you listen to it yeah yeah i've yeah i've joked before that so many times we hear the call and we ignore it and sometimes you will be unfortunate enough that the call never gets loud enough and you'll spend the rest of your life just never answering the call if you're lucky enough the call will get loud enough and something will happen and yeah. it will let you know that this is the time right exactly exactly yeah well, let's, uh, so speaking of the calling, let's talk about the work that you're doing with, you know, you know, the Voss Group. And I know that you have multiple platforms. I believe you also have a podcast as well, The Proven Profits. Um, and you've got your YouTube channel with the Voss Network or, or, you know, the Voss News Network. So let's talk, a, you know, a little bit about what you're doing with those platforms and, you know, how those are helping to further your business and, you know, help the people that you work with. Yeah, for us, it's really about getting the message out from the very beginning. You know, I didn't have money for budget and all those things. And, you know, those videos from the early days are not public, thank goodness. <laughs> um, but all I knew is, plus I had a huge fear of sales. So I said, if I could just share my message, just talk, then whoever's going to resonate will resonate. And so I started doing videos and um, that's always been a big part of it. Articles is another thing that we do. And it's just about helping to educate people on a different way to lead. And that can't be done just in a splash ad. You know, people, our clients research us a bit before they even do business with us. Sometimes they'll watch our videos or see our posts for a year because they tell us this and then they'll work with us. They never like, they never comment, they, you know, um, so you never know. So it's just about being present. And also taking a stand, taking a stand to say, this is our message. This is what we're about, regardless of anyone else's. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Knowing what your message is, knowing it's coming from your heart and knowing that even if, you know, you're not getting all the social media metrics that you want to, you know, get or whatever, that there's always people out there that can benefit from your message when it's something that you really believe in. And so, yeah, that's always super powerful. And, and what a, what a dream when you get to work with those clients, you know, those, yes. those people who followed you for this time and have watched you and learned from you and, you know, learned to know, like, and trust you and now choose you out of everybody out there that they could work with. And what a dream it is to work with people like that. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's a good working relationship because you've already built that trust. They've seen what you're about and now they get to experience firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been really probably one of the one of the major advantages of the world of more online marketing social media that sort of thing of being able to put more of a story out there about yourself so that people get to know you more so much better than you know it used to be just you might have a web page that had you know some information and you know a click now to you know buy or, or whatever but now you can tell a story so much more effectively and so yeah, tell us about the Voss News Network, what you're doing on that channel. I know that's that's exciting. I got to check out some of the episodes already. It's really nice. Oh good. 
You know, it started because I have this YouTube channel and that I started years ago. And then I, I love movies and TV. And so I said, you know, for our audience, where are they, it was also a marketing uh, strategy as well. You know, when you think about, you know, we work with CEOs and founders of, um, you know, normally mid-market and large enterprises. And so they're not on the platforms that that everyone else is on throughout the day, right? So they're not going to be scrolling Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube will be heady, heavy. So we just said, what if we make it like an inner business entertainment channel that actually has logistics and things that they need to know? And so we started, you know, I reached out to my network and have some amazing guest speakers come on. Um, some of my mentors, some friends that are on, some colleagues, some people that are industry leaders. And we really just are developing it as a source for our community to go to, um, as well as have plans of building our own offline network, because I've always preached in, to businesses, you know, have an offline network just in case you have content someone doesn't agree with or terms and condition changes or whatever it is. And, and we don't swim in those waters because we're we work with everyone. So we're pretty much middle of the road. But you want to be able to have something where people can go and hear about you. And that's really been our biggest goal with Voss News Network. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I know, you know, we're, you know, talking about, you know, the pandemic and, you know, there being uncertain times, you know, because of that, how do you personally and professionally create certainty during those type of uncertain times? I love that question. I think for two things, one, for professionals that know what they offer is of value to their clients, this is the prime time especially for the work that we do around leadership development and, and strategy advisory, because it is so needed as companies are trying to not just pivot, but they're looking to do a new way of doing business. So what we've been doing for years is the same thing we'll still be doing just with a little bit of a different slant, but, but people are more receptive to it now. That's from a professional standpoint. And from a personal standpoint, you know, I really believe that everything that is being done is for our good and not against us. But we have to be able to see the good in that, right? And I use the word good, and that's not to be rainbow or butterflies, but anything you do in life that's outside of the norm, outside of the average, is going to require you to have a rock steady mindset. And it's going to require you to have a belief in something bigger than yourself to fall into, because there will be moments that even I don't care how many PhDs you have or certificates you have. There are just moments as a business owner in this in this game, as I like to say, that will scare people that are the most confident in their role. And so I always look at there has to be an end to the darkness. There has to be an end to the negative. And I rather stand in the belief that that will come versus the woe is me in the moment. And what we've went through the past 18, 24 months has been, you know, no short feat. There's been a lot, you know, I know personally people who've contracted COVID and are still dealing with side effects and people who, you know, everything. People have had people pass away. So it, it, what we've lived in right now is not easy, but I have to believe because we still get breath in our body every day that if I'm here, there's something I'm called to do. There's something I'm supposed to do. And that's with our mindset, right? Like you and I understand that mindset, but can you imagine the leaders that don't understand how to harness that mindset? 
who are waking up and answering their phone first thing in the morning. It's probably a good two or three hours before I pick up my phone first thing in the morning. And that's been my routine for the past few years that aren't sure how to talk to employees, how to manage remote teams. They might be micromanaging now because now all of a sudden the ego is coming in and they don't understand ego. There's different terms that are coming into the workplace that before HR would have, you know, poo-pooed on because that's more personal development. And now it's all about it. And that's just to empathize with people what they're going through with COVID. Then you talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion that is coming in, which the world has a different view. It's very heavy in the West. When I go and travel to India or Africa, diversity is something completely different. It is letting a woman being able to go and finish and get her degree and be able to be a leader in the company as well as manage all of the cultural things. So what's happening now is people are starting to see people. And for those of us that can share with them about how to harness a mindset that can be a tool for their advantage and a comfort for them, it's going to be, it's so needed right now. I can't even put it on. If it's a scale of one to 10 mindset in the marketplace is a 20 for all levels, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, I know you're a, you know, you're a person of faith and you know, you touched on mindset. Is there is there like a, you know, a number one practice that you have for keeping yourself healthy mentally and emotionally during all those types of times when things are so chaotic and, you know, this unprecedented time in our in our in our world right now with the pandemic and everything that's going on because of that. Yeah, so I start my I start every day with prayer and gratitude. Sometimes the gratitude isn't always there. I'm not perfect at this, but that's just my morning routine of what I do in the morning. I, you know, before my feet hit the floor, I say what I'm thankful for, what I'm declaring over the day, what I believe will happen. Um, Just, just being able to set the atmosphere and the energy. And then I take time and I take time and I pray and I meditate and I, I, I make sure that I'm getting what I need before I face the day. Um, And then also being open to downloads that'll come during that time. I have a journal that I keep with me of just, it's called downloads because it'll just come like something will come with the business. Like this morning I was, you know, and then I move into my morning routine of nourishing my body of a glass of water before I have breakfast, a full glass of water, being able to, you know, have the right protein shake, being able to have my super golden milk tea or whatever that helps my turmeric to help me. And in that process, even this morning, I had a meeting with a client yesterday and I said, oh, I, we talked about this. I had a, I had an additional item to share with them. They're very busy CEOs. So it took a few hours to get back on their schedule, but it was spot on what they were also thinking. Right. And so I really harness myself like that. And a few times a week I exercise. I not know super exercise. I, um, on another show, we'll talk about how, um, you know, I've lost uh, six or seven dress sizes all through natural stuff, no, no surgery or, or pills which works for some people, but I really wanted to learn what makes my body function. So I'll do a a two mile walk or, you know, fast pace, or I'll do some weights and just to get my body moving. And it never ends that I just feel so energetic. So those are rituals I give myself. And then also the ritual of just, you know, finding movies that you like or shows like you like like literally i'll find a show that has been on for like 10 years i'm like oh my god how long has this been on and then i'm like it's christmas because there's like eight seasons i'm like yes you know and everyone knows about it but me but i'm so excited about it 
Um, I have two shows that I'm just like, I'm slowing down because I'm getting like caught up on the seasons now. But those things just bring some joy. And I would say also, what brings you joy? What brings you just joy in the small moments? You know, meditation, when people think about it, it's not just the act of being still. It's, It's throughout your whole day. How can you stay balanced? What are the small things that can bring you joy and peace and really setting those boundaries? So that's what I do. I really keep that routine um, of really just what I feel I need in the morning. And then at the end of the day, just having some gratitude time, having some time to breathe, having some time to stretch, um, having some time to get excited about what do I want to make for dinner or exploring something new. Those are the things that really help me to, to keep it even. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I think you and I are twins. It's that's so it's like, you know, we both love movies. We both had very similar stories. So yeah, I think it's fantastic. And I love that. And I mean, that is so important too. Like, how are you? How are you? You know, starting your day. What are you doing throughout your day to optimize? You know, everything that you're capable of doing. And then how are you? How are you winding down at night? You know, what are you? You know, what are you consuming during your day? Like into your body, into your mind. And, and, you know, how that really, truly affects everything that you do. So, yeah, that's fantastic. Love it. And I think it's important to listen for the moments. Yeah. You know, we all have a small, still voice that speaks to us. Yeah. And I always tell people, if, if you hear the voice and you feel relief or calm or comfort, even if you're being stretched, that's a good thing. If you, if, if you feel, hear a voice that's negative and you can't do that, that, that that's that's an, that's a voice to ignore right but in those moments like sometimes i'll be you know say oh i want to go and listen to this music or this song or i want to go take a walk and sometimes the voice will just say maybe just sit like just sit on the patio just you know walk away from the desk for a few minutes go take a stretch go go down to the coffee shop grab a coffee and always in those instances there's something i receive yeah I, it's a gift that i receive yeah. it's you know it's um for example crazy just crazy example but i know you'll get it just crazy example like we're so twins like i'll tell mom you said hi <laughs> <laughs> um so Yesterday, there was a news report that came out and, you know, I'm on LinkedIn, the news comes out and it's so amazing from a business perspective because we get so locked into our process, right? Especially for marketing. It's like, okay, we're going to have a strategy day. We're going to plan three months of content. And at one point, our marketing team was like six or seven people, like video, content, graphics, strategists, like all, it was like a machine. And I was like... (laughs) Is this really, it, none of it moved the needle. Like it did, didn't really move the needle and I felt drained. So it, it's interesting because yesterday I just said, what if we just, I just kept hearing the words start over, just just rewind. And so I started looking at what's just breaking news. Cause we have like, you know, 16 articles ready to go. We're already planned through February. And I'm like, no. So anyway, there was the news article that came out and I commented on it and I, I wrote a blog post with it. Do you know that blog post has gotten more traction in, I don't know, 48 hours, 24 hours um, than anything else we did? And it was that small, still voice that was, if, if you're not aware of it, if you're so focused on the stuff and stressing out and not getting your meditation, when you're throughout your day, when you get a direction of click on that, read that, 
Okay, now go comment on that. And then I received a phone call from a reporter who was like, hey, I saw your article. We'd like to interview you. I've been in business seven years, Scott. Never happened. It's never happened. But when you shift into a place, I think it's a place that, and then I'm going to stop talking. What I've really done is I've shifted into a place of release. Yes. To say, you know what? We're going to do this how we're gonna do it and redefining what it means to be a CEO, what it means to run this company, how I wanna show up. And when you are in the B2B space, that's a little dangerous because the stuff I'm talking about, I'm like, "Mm, it's a little life coaching, nothing wrong with life coaches, but will my clients still see the same value if we talk about this? And so this is literally just in the past few weeks. So this is like breaking news. Like we haven't even really rolled this out. We're going through a whole rebrand and everything, but it feels good. I cannot, I'm like a kid in a candy store with the direction we're going. And, And this article was just proof of, oh my gosh, I'm on the right track. Like sometimes you need that like, okay, please just a little confirmation that I didn't go off the reservation. Um, so, but I, I share that because for business owners, the success you're looking for or whatever it is, what if it's found in the small still moments that if you don't harness yourself and anchor yourself in the morning and at night, eat right, move, all of the things, hydrate yourself, keep your mindset going. You know, I have a biz bestie that like, we'll kick each other in the butt if we need to. Like, come on, girl. You'll miss the moment. You'll miss the moments. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Mic drop. Perfect. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love it. Well, only, yeah. only here yeah. on the Roberts podcast. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> it is so great. Well, yeah, and, and and I mean, you know, that's a that's a conversation we have with a lot of our clients so many times is like their 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 first thing when we tell them they should meditate is I don't have time for that. I mean, my schedule is too busy. I'm like, I can absolutely guarantee you if you take the time to start doing a gratitude practice and clear your mind enough in the beginning of your day, your day will go so much more smoothly and you'll oh, you get the answers. You know, yeah. you'll, you'll get those divine downloads that tell you exactly what to do. Not doing 20 million things and hoping something sticks, but instead listening to the divine guidance that you get and taking action on those steps. And plus, you know, we always say anytime that you think about what you really, really desire and you bring that up in your mind and then that word comes in, but don't listen to anything after that. Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> keep, kick off the word, but. Yeah. You know, I remember years ago, it just came to my memory again. I met a Buddhist monk and mm-hmm. I think I was in Charlotte airport <laughs> and he was absolutely the coolest, like, but his presence yeah. was, his aura was so calm. I'm like, and this was years before I had started my business. And I, I remember just thinking, and I was trying to ask him questions, basically like, how are you this way, right? And he was so patient with me because I was so weird, probably. Because I'm bold. I'm just like, I just sat next to him and said, Can I ask you a question? Like, I'm I'm, you know, yeah. I'm that way. But I just remember his presence was so calming. Yeah. Like the flight was delayed. He just had his headphones in and was like, 
but it was it was a different type of comic so you're right that meditation it's not a big i mean it's not like you have to like have this big practice. I think people, when they think of meditation, they're like, I need to get the mat and I have to decorate the room a certain way. I've got to get a hundred dollar candles. You're like, whoa, just sit yep. and breathe. Let's just start there. Yep. And then you can go from there. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, and I know we're running out of time here. We're running over. So I, I appreciate you being We could go on for like two hours. Like no joke. Like right. we could totally do that. Oh my yeah. gosh. That'd be so awesome. We'll get together for the family reunion very soon. So that's, that's perfect. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, I know we're running out of time, so I just want to ask the last few questions. But before I do, I just wanted to say thank you, not just for being here on the podcast, but I mean, thank you for the work that you're doing, because it, it, it is absolutely something that we're incredibly passionate about here. And I know you are as well. And it's something that is very desperately needed in the world, not just in, in corporate America, but everywhere, you know, everywhere the, you know, when you're, when you're focused on people, you're going to get better results. So thank you for, for that, for that work you're doing and for just yeah, being such an amazing radiant person that shows up here, just like your, like your, 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 your presence is just so infectiously amazing and wonderful. So thank you. Thank you for being oh, here. Oh, Scott, thank you. That that's awesome. I always try and strive because, you know, I don't know what other people are going through. Yeah. You know, when they hear you on a podcast or a video or, I don't know, just saying hello to someone out at the store. You know, my family always teases me, like, we, like if you're traveling with me, we will not get through the airport without me talking and, like, giving compliments to people just, like, naturally because you just don't know. Yeah. Um, and especially during COVID, people, I'm used to working from home, so are you. People aren't used to being locked down and inside. And now with this new variant, Omicron, it's sort of like, it's like Thanos of like, you know, like of the Avengers or like something else pops up. Yeah. Um, not to say Thanos was COVID, but it's just like, boom, like this force, right? And people are just beside themselves. And so I think, so I appreciate that comment because sometimes when you're leading, you don't, you don't really know, like, am I showing up right? Like, is anyone paying attention to this? Like, <laughs> am I making any type of impact? So I really appreciate that. Um, that that really made my day. Thank you. Yes. Well, I yeah, I definitely see the work you're doing, and it, it definitely warms my heart. So, and yeah, Emily as well says that she absolutely loves you, and just yeah. Oh, I adore her. I would so <laughs> do yoga with you guys, but I cannot get in the positions. It's just not going to happen. Like I've tried. It's okay. like nope. <laughs> all right. It's all about just flowing with the breath. That's that's what it really is just about. Just enjoying your your body and your breath and, and moving in unison with that like a wave. It's really what it's all about. You don't have to twist yourself into a pretzel to be a true yogi or yogini. <laughs> There's many levels, just like with meditation. Uh, all right, so last two questions and I will let you go. Okay. First, you know, again, I know you're a person of faith and I know that you meditate. Or have you had any sort of interesting, bizarre, out of this world experiences during any sort of meditation or any sort of mindset work that you've done? Um, yes. I mean, for some that I would say may not be used to it as being a person of faith, it may be weird to them. But for me, it's, it's, 
when I'm, I know that I'm in the zone. I, I don't know if that's the words yep. when it almost feels like the air stops in the room, you know, that moment yeah. where, you know, you are in a place to where you, you just need to be still. And it's a very loving place and comforting place. And I know that when I've been too long since I've been in that place, I'm like, uh, I gotta, you know, gotta get checked back in. But for me, that's the biggest comfort because when you're, when I naturally am a warrior, I, I am built for battle. I love that. Not, uh, not all women may say that, but there is a remnant of us that are built with the sword, right? I love how TD Jake says, stop asking for God to give you a table when he has given you an ax and a forest. I heard that years ago, Scott. I, I, I didn't read the rest of the book. That's all I, that's all I heard. That's all you needed. Yes, because it's possible and it's okay to be that. So that's really the biggest one for me is just, I just get completely still. And I know that I'm experiencing something that I need. And I'm in a place to where I need to respect that space in order to receive whatever it is I'm supposed to. Yeah, so good. And T.D. Jakes, oh, love him. He is, yeah, he is Acts in a Forest, awesome. baby. Absolutely. Get at it. Yeah, he rocks. <laughs> All right, last question, then I promise I will let you go. Um, Knowing that we're all unlimited in our ability to be, do, have anything that we want, what does it mean to you to to maximize your human potential? Oh, it really is. And I talked about this earlier. I'm starting to understand more the power of the mind. You know, I've read Napoleon Hill and all of, now I'm going back because when you really listen to what people are saying, it is so important. And, and people may think it's, you know, oh, that's one, or, you know, if I'm a person of faith, I can't listen to it. You know, a, a wise woman told me, well, Don, chew the meat and spit out the bones. If it's not for you, it's not for you, but there's wisdom can be found in most things, right? And what I find is the same good book that I read talks about the mind. And this isn't spoken about as much as it should be, but the control of the mind, right? So if that book is talking about it and other authors are talking about it, there's something here. There's something that if we harness our mind and understand how to overcome doubt and fear and all of the little negative tapes that kick in, that get us off track. My, my, my question to myself one day was, LaDawn, what if you learn to control your thoughts and your mind and don't shift out of belief, but stay in belief, kick doubt, you know, we're all going to feel that for a moment, but rebound from it faster. What potential is waiting for you on the other side? Like, is there a future version of yourself that's like, come on, girl, don't fall for the trap. Just keep going because what's here is amazing. And I think about who I can serve if I'm in that place. You know, the leaders I can stand with and I can almost cry that are saying, I don't want to lay off my employees. Yeah. You have to have an anchor to stand there with them because they're crying. You know, I've had clients cry with me and 80% of my clients are men. Just let me put that out there right now. You can have whatever stereotype you thought I meant when I said cry. 
but it, it's from a place of they're dealing with real situations. So in order, who am I to not work on myself and become the greatest version of myself, to go through the pain, to stretch myself? It is not easy to elevate yourself, but who am I to not become that woman so I can serve the community that I'm called to serve? Some people are called, you know, I would tease with friends that would, you know, call to the mission field to pitch a tent and go dig wells. I'm like, baby, I'm not called to that. I'm called to help fund the tent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm called to help the strategy here. And, and so who am I to not serve my purpose? And if I let myself get off the hook, if I, if I, if, if I don't push, if I don't commit, that's what it's about. It's about commitment. It's about the, the, the brave things we do in private and in silence that show up in public. It's not the public moments. Cause you know, Scott, there, there are moments in our day that is not a selfie moment. Like none of this is going on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? But I feel as if the entire atmosphere of the world has shifted to where it is about committing to growing yourself. Just think about if people were to do that, the amount of violence we have would go down. The amount of debt would go down. Because when you work on yourself as a person, the amount of obesity and health issues, because when you're working on yourself as a person, and I can say this about obesity because I was almost 400 pounds at my highest, you start seeing your life different, walking different, talking different, your appetite changes, your mindset changes, it all changes. And then you attract people who are saying, I want some of that. How can you help me with that? especially in the corporate space. You can't be a weak link walking in the corporate to then tell people how to transform their companies because they will smell weakness like sharks smell blood and water. You know what I'm saying? And so that is always what I remind myself. It is the mindset. When you have the mindset, that's how I almost lost all this weight. I still have some to go. I just made a decision and committed. I will no longer get the extender belt on the airplane. No more. I will, even in my business now, we will no longer not be at this level. No more. It's not that I'm not grateful. It's not that I'm not thankful. But when you know you are built for more, you are called for more. Oh, you get a drive within you that can't be stopped. And that's really what I remind myself of. That is so powerful. Yeah. And that's absolutely absolutely perfection i mean to think of it that way like you know who are we to not be the best version of ourselves and yeah. other especially when you know that we're capable of so much yeah. we are born from this loving universe that gives us infinite powers to create yeah. to do to have whatever we want so why not yeah. be everything that we can be yeah i sometimes think you know i heard a story um years ago from this man, I'm going to butcher it, but it was so funny. He was imitating two angels <laughs> and, and the angels um, were like in a, like in a meeting because their people were just, you know, they were like watching their people. I'm totally butchering this, but it makes sense. So one angel was like, Hey Bob, how you doing? I'm good, Sam. 
And um, Bob says, you know, Sam, how's your person? Oh, he's running and he's doing this and this. I mean, I am just like going and this and that. And the other angel says, yeah, mine's still watching TV all day. It's, you know, it's no, you know, it's no breaking news over here. I'm pretty bored. And I thought to myself when I heard this story, which I totally butchered, I'm like, what if that's true? What if your angels are totally bored? Like, I, and so my thing is, this may be weird. No one email me about this. It's okay. I'm, I'll keep my own thoughts about it. But I'm just like, I don't want to bore my protectors. And I don't want to have a boring life. Like, I don't want to be boring. Yeah. So when I'm in this mindset, and they're just like, there she goes again. Like, you know, just keep moving. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I just, I, I remember that of just, what if we just, tap into that unlimited potential, knowing that things are for our good and being done for us. Yeah. What could happen? What could happen? I think we can't even fathom a quarter of what could happen, yeah. but we'll just enjoy the ride. Yes. That's always one of Emily and I's favorite game to play. What if? What Would if? Amazing if. Yes. And yes. Build our future from there. Like, wouldn't exactly. it be amazing if we do this? Wouldn't it be amazing if we had this experience? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yes. Awesome. <sighs> All right. Well, before we let you go, tell everybody where they can find you and how they can learn from your amazing wisdom. Oh, yes. Yeah. So check us out at bosgroup.org. Also, Boss News Network on YouTube. And I'm at LaDawn Townsend on pretty much every social handle. So come check out. Check me out. Cool. All right. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. Way too short. We're going to have to spend way more time together. Now yes, Hawaii next year. Yes, we'll have to do it in person. Yes. You have an open invitation, and we will be your very willing tour guides here. So. Oh, wonderful. I love it. It's my. It's one of my favorite places on the planet to come to. It's, it's, it's definitely will change you. The two places I always feel changed is Hawaii and Africa yeah. when I go and visit. It, I, I think it's a part of the the earth there I, I don't know it's just so much you're just changed yeah. but this was so amazing scott i'm honored that you had me on the podcast such a great conversation this really just touched my heart today it was a gift for me thank you for having me absolutely the same here it's yeah it's always amazing to spend time with wonderful people that are doing wonderful things in the world so thank you thank you and we cannot wait for this to happen again <laughs> me too me too We'll, we'll promise that. I'll, I'll, I'll tell mom you promised me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Sister LaDawn says I have to do this again. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Have Thank a you, LaDawn. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Heavily Meditated Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and share it with the people you love most. And if you want to learn more about how you can rewire your mind to unlock your unlimited potential, then check out the Ultimate Up Level, our results-based intensive coaching program for driven entrepreneurs ready for the Ultimate Up Level. Until next time, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Heavily Meditated Podcast.